Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back in. 10 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and the theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. And joining us now on the Honda Lincoln Hotline is Michael Brunts, Husker 24-7. Hello, Michael. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I needed that one for the last time. Uh, are we going to do the deck of cards thing, Schaefer, for we can ask Brunts too? Yeah. All right, so let's. Uh... So, so Brunts, we have this game where um, when we run out of stuff to say, we. <laughs> That's not why it exists. Schaefer has programmed a question into each of the fifty-two cards in a deck of cards, and we randomly okay. draw one and answer the question. You you randomly answer it. We w- no, we don't randomly answer it. We answer the question that has been that has been drawn. You'll it'll become abundantly clear here shortly. Oh my okay. goodness! Uh, so we joked about this earlier. What'd you pick? The the King of Spades. The King of Spades. King of Spades, uh, which was actually used already, and I just changed it. Um, if you had a friend that was in a coma starting the day after Fred Hoiberg was hired and woke up <laughs> yesterday, and asked how the basketball team had been, how would you describe it? Also, why would that be anyone's concern after a three-year coma? <laughs> Well, I I know of a few friends that would actually probably want to know how the basketball team was doing. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess I you're asking what I would tell them. Yeah, like how, how would you how would you describe it yeah. to them? What what has happened over the last three basketball seasons? Because the excitement uh, of Fred Hoiberg was very high in March of 2018. It was. Um, I I would uh, well I would explain that that things haven't gone to plan. Um, <laughs> I would uh, I would say that there's been three very distinct iterations of Nebraska basketball with basically the same results to this point. So um, I would also add that Nebraska has uh, signed their best recruiting class ever, including a five-star player, and you'd probably set an over-under for Big Ten wins at like 3.5. So that, that's where I would uh, I would probably go. I would say, like, do you remember 2004? It was like that, but flashier and a newer arena and a, uh, I think, a better coach. But it, you're, you're talking about Bill Callahan, right? Like 2004. That's no, I'm talking you're... about basketball. They, you know, like the, you, you, 
you have very distinct memories of the 2004 Nebraska basketball season? I'm just thinking early 2000s. Brunch, did that season end in Hawaii with Brian Conklin and Nate uh, Rob or Nate Robinson, Nate Johnson, and all those guys? Uh, That's the year that I have in my head for 2004 Nebraska basketball. They would have been on the team. Um, well, that was there was that that run to the NIT. Is that the one you're referring to? Yeah. No, 2004, 2005, or did you mean 2003, 2004? I don't know what I meant. I just meant early 2000s. So 2004, 2005, they went 14 and 14. Seven and nine in the Big 12. Oh, okay, wasn't that good then? Uh, lost a lot of non-conference games that year. Um, they're, oh, three, oh, four. That was freshman Joe McCray. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, freshman so I'm, Joe I'm maybe thinking more on the lo- along the lines of like, oh, one, oh, two, oh, two, oh, three. Oh, Joe two- McCray would fit in really well on this team, by the way. Oh. I would be interested to see Joe McCray on this team. Oh, two, oh, three, they went 11 and 19, 3 and 13 in the Big 12, last place. And, um, you know, they have some of the names that we always remember, but I don't know, for. So I would compare it to those days as far as record is concerned, except for it's a little bit more flashy and like red pandas around, and um, that's that's kind of it. Oh three oh four finished in Hawaii. I have distinct memories of staying up and listening to Randy Lee call the game on the uh, on the Husker Sports Network. Wow, I'm disappointed that neither of you would mess with your friend and say things like. They'd move back to to the Devaney Center, or they, you know, had had, had like a big run of success or something like that. You it was just something weird. Actually, I think what I would do is I would start to question them. Like, so let's set a baseline of expectations here. How, how many tournaments do you think they've made? You've been asleep for three years. How many how many tournaments do you think they've made? And he'll probably answer like one, maybe two, and I'll say. No, it's actually zero. Now, how many games do you think they've won? And then, you know, he'd probably set an over-under at, like, I don't know, 45 or 50 or something like that. And I would say, no, it's actually in the teens somewhere. They've, they've, won, they've won 20 games right. over three years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I uh, you got to set a baseline of expectations at some point. Okay, good question to start off, Schaefer. Um, Michael, are you interested in any of the bowl games that are happening right now? Uh, not particularly. Are you scouting I, I, future I, Nebraska I, quarterbacks? I, I like a bad game. Like I, I generally am in the of the opinion that more football is good football. But I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not really interested this year. I don't know why. the The only the only game that I've really watched was the Nevada game. Um, that was on at 10 a.m. on a Monday. Oh, yeah. The reverse brunt. That screwed with my mind because I'm used to watching Nevada at like 2 in the morning, and I'm like, why am I watching this at 10 a.m.? What time is it? Where am I? You're scouting future Nebraska quarterbacks, and that's <laughs> that's about it. What would you think of that 6'11 guy? Can you give me a scouting report on him? He, he was nimble for 6'10", I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was <laughs> – Six ten playing without the six six leading wide receivers uh, for Nevada. That was a, a wild trip, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, he would not be near the top of my portal targets, even <laughs> though I, I don't. I think he's a senior. So, Brunt, yeah, Noah Walters' older brother. He, he did he get in there for a couple minutes? Uh, I wasn't watching that closely, to be honest. It was on <laughs> in the background, and that's about as. Uh, as close as I've watched any bowl game so far this year. I'm going to dial in. I promise yeah, I will. It's but, time to uh, lock in. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Nebraska has addressed specialists in the portal. They've added a few players like Tommy Hill and Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda at positions where they need some help. Where Where is the next big non-quarterback ad, if you think there is one, for this roster? Offensive line. I think that's one direction that Nebraska needs to go with um, adding help. Um, you know, they had Hunter Anthony from Oklahoma State up the, the last weekend uh, of the visit period. I think that's still going to happen. Um, I know from, from talking to people that, you know, the, the kind of holdup was the fact that he's still going through bowl practices and the bowl game with Oklahoma State. So I don't think that, you know, that that ship has sailed by any means. I mean, I, I think Nebraska needs to add some serious depth and competition along that offensive line. So I, I think for sure you're going to see, you know, him. Um, I, I would be surprised if they didn't look at maybe adding another. I mean, I, I think that's just kind of where they're at. And especially with a new offensive line coach, I think, you know, kind of maybe getting in the lay of the land a little bit. Um, you know, you, you look at bringing in somebody. I think Nebraska also needs to frankly look at, at, at what center options there are out there with Cam Jurgens moving on. So, I think offensive line is one. I still think, you know, the big one obviously is quarterback. But I, I think too, and, and you know, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think Nebraska just kind of needs to have a, a best available type um, approach to some of the skill positions right now um, with, with what they've got. So yeah, um, that, that's kind of where I'm at. But um, you know, the numbers are a little tight. Um, you're going to probably need to have some attrition to bring on a lot of guys, but. Uh, I think you still need to be pretty aggressive if you're Nebraska with with trying to add talent and, and depth to your roster, especially in a uh, what's essentially a, a make or break year where you need more immediate contributors instead of you know high school guys at this point. Bruns, we haven't talked much about basketball recently, and they 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 haven't played, and there hasn't been much to talk about since they played last Wednesday. Um, there's COVID concerns all across the sport now. Um, Ohio State is the opponent on Sunday for Nebraska basketball, and they, they have their own situation kind of going on. I guess, where does it feel like Nebraska's at right now coming off of that Kennesaw State game from a from a basketball perspective and now getting more than a week off and heading into the rest of the conference season? Yeah, it, it's interesting. And in, in the way the schedule kind of lines up for Nebraska, I mean, they were back on Monday and then started going through practice yesterday today they have a day off on Thursday and they still have two more days to prepare for Ohio State who hasn't played since December 11th so you you would expect going into that game that Nebraska would have an advantage um you know the, the one thing that's been a little bit of a head scratcher with this group this year is it seemed like times when they should be dialed in and ready to play they haven't been so yeah. uh maybe that that uh you know corrects itself a little bit but um you know the the other thing that Fred Hoiberg mentioned on the radio last night that I thought was interesting was that one of the reasons that they wanted to kind of start tinkering offensively was because they had this long 
kind of practice period between uh, the break and, and getting back into Big Ten play. So maybe you see something a little bit differently uh, on offense than what they've shown. I mean, I, I think they should feel confident coming off of that Kennesaw State game. Obviously, the opponent um, being what it is, but the ball went in the hoop. That's been a, a change from what they've done this year. They, they were able to make some threes. So, um, you know, maybe that helps them going into a game against a team that's, that's probably still going to be trying to find itself coming off of a long pause like Ohio State is. Where where is Trey McGowan's at in terms of the recovery mm. timeline? Is he do we do we know is he back practicing yet, uh, or are we still weeks away from that? He's in the boot. Um, sounds he's, like likes the boot. He's moved on from the scooter. He, yeah, he's off the scooter. He's uh, back to two legs now. So it's off the wagon. Um, sounds like later this week he's going to get another kind of checkup on where things are at. Um, Fred last night sounded like. He's confident that pretty quickly they're going to be able to have him back on the court doing some, you know, non, not cutting or anything like that, but at least, you know, a little bit of basketball work. So, you know, I, I still think, you know, you, you probably see him sometime in January unless there's some kind of a, a setback or something like that. I mean, I think he's been pretty far ahead of schedule on the recovery. So that's a good sign. I mean, I, I just, they need him from an attitude point of view, I think, and just kind of having a guy to keep everybody on the same page. I feel like that's what they've missed the most with him, aside from the obvious defensive effort and things like that, is just kind of that, that on-court leadership type stuff that, you know, when times have gotten bad for Nebraska over the last month, it seems like they've really been lacking that guy to bring everybody together. Uh, Brunts, I, I don't think we have anything else for you. Do you want to tell us how cool we are before we let you go? Do you want go? us to draw another card, Brunts? Uh, yeah, let's do another card. All right, cool. All right, so we had the King of Spades. We now have the Eight of Clubs. All right. The Eight of Clubs. What's your favorite number and why? Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whoa. Eh, that's not a number I saw coming. And Why? Uh, I was, but before I really got into the Oakland A's, I, w- I was briefly really into the Colorado Rockies as a kid when they when they became a franchise, and I was a big Andres Colaraga fan. Wow, like like the like the big cat, the big cat, and and uh, when I when I was a kid, fourteen was frequently my number uh, when I played sports because of the big cat. So how about that? Yeah, mine uh, minus ten because it is even. And round and square, and I like it. And I it, I wore number ten a whole bunch as well. I just like I just like the way ten looks. Interesting. That's huh. that's as good of a reason I can come up with. Schaefer, uh, I don't know that I have any one particular. There's like several numbers I really like. Um, the the closest to just being like a specific number that I like a lot is seven. I don't know why. Mm, seven's a good just one. Just really like the number seven. It looks unique. Third baseman Alex Gordon. Yeah, well, I don't know that it has anything to do with Alex Gordon. It sure but, does. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. It, it does. You it's know, Alex Gordon. You know it to be true. You were the no. one who named, wanted to name Lincoln Southeast Alex Gordon yeah, High School. Yeah, it just can't be Southeast anymore. Brunch, what's the most center city or center street in town? Where's the delineation between North and South and Lincoln? Uh, now it's probably like Van Dorn, isn't it? Yeah, that's that a, was, that's kind of what you, we came you up. You were with. on Van Dorn. I was on Pioneers, yeah. right in that range. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's where I'm. I'm like right. I, do, I consider myself Central Lincoln now. I, I used to not, oh, okay. but I, I do now. All right, Michael. Uh, we'll let you go. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the weekend. Have a happy New Year, and we'll talk to you soon. 
you guys as well. Good luck with everything. Well, I'm sure uh, you know you'll land on your feet somewhere. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> See you, Michael. <laughs> so sarcastic. <laughs> Classic. Oh, man. It's perfect. Fantastic. No better way to exit. He thinks you're going to be homeless. For Michael Brunt. DP is going to come in. We'll chat. We'll give him a card or two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. DP will like the card game. We'll do that next. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.